Wait, so you're telling me that uh, you were not interested in buying a diamond engagement ring? Yeah, well, you know, I, I thought about it, but to be honest with you, I wasn't able to pay full price for the app, so the engagement rings were, you know, a little bit out of my price range there. I mean, that there's that, and, and also my my uh, soon-to-be father-in-law, I think, might actually have a heart attack, uh, you know, so... <laughs> Um, not not a big fan of marriage is uh, is Mrs. Barry on stats actually. Right. So, yeah. So I think, I, 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 think, think... It, I think it's a funny problem to have because um, I mean we've talked about that on the sub before, right? That uh, you know this expectation that men shell out a bunch of money for. I mean that's that's almost like a like a men's rights issue, right? A, a little a little bit. I mean I, I think that's actually one of the ones where you know. Um, as long as as long as they don't sort of get it into their head that it was Andrea Dworkin that invented the engagement ring or something, <laughs> you know, like I, I'm not I'm not sure I really disagree with them to be honest. Because could you could you imagine if if a slogan like um, you have to spend you know three months salary on a new car every year had just sort of entered the like the popular imagination somehow and it just right. became a thing that people said to each other it's sort of where we are with engagement <laughs> isn't it Welcome to the very first episode of the Men's Lib Modcast. Um, I am Matthew, otherwise known as uh, Cicero's Assassin, on our Men's Lib, and I'm joined today by uh, a longtime friend and co-moderator, Delta Baryon. Hello, Delta. Hello. Uh, it's not my real name, but it's what I'm going with for the minutes. Um, for sure. Yeah, we're all we're all pseudonymous on Reddit. It's true, it's true. And it is quite funny when we're uh, talking to people like Herman Villegas who are using their real names online and we're all right, called right. things like Big Angry Dinosaur, Mr. Holmes, <laughs> but there you are. It just goes with the yeah, culture, I yeah, guess. It's, it's, it is pretty funny when we have, uh, you know, doing well, AMA with somebody. Yeah. <laughs> actual, yeah. <laughs> actual journalists, researchers, activists, and, and it's like, uh, it, please please meet my friend uh, Sailor Mini Moon, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Well, yeah, so yeah, yeah, so this is the uh, this is the first episode of the Men's Lib Modcast. Our our idea for this is uh, multifold. Um, you never get a project out of Men's Lib that doesn't have multiple purposes to it, right? Uh, and I think uh, I th I think what we'd like to do with this show is to make it uh, a place where we can do some highlighting of some of the the big topics that have come up on the on the subreddit lately. Um, maybe spotlight some particularly good submissions or comments that we we thought we had, and uh, and also give us moderators a chance to um, talk a little bit about you know what it's like to actually administrate this place, um, a, an opportunity maybe for our members to get get a little more perspective on like what goes on behind the scenes or kind of what what the the mods are thinking when they're making uh, various decisions and and things like that is that about right yeah i think it's also you know we're also going to have a bit of a laugh and read out some of our best hate mail i think that's going to be quite an important part of the whole yeah experience. i'm really looking forward to that part uh, but yeah i mean listen the the obviously you started this place um i've been 
hanging around for quite a while, but I think I was moderating for coming up to two years now, perhaps. And yeah, I think that's very at time of recording, on 99,936 subscribers. So, you know, I, I have to wonder if you... Did you ever think that you would actually get this far? No, I, I never did. I honestly didn't. Um, pretty much every time I, I talk to anybody about men's lib, uh, it, it always includes a phrase along the lines of, uh, you know, when I started it, I thought that we might end up with a few hundred people. Who would like to, you know, have this productive men's issues conversation? I didn't think that there was going to be such a demand for, you know, really a, a healthy place to talk about men's issues. So I'm, I'm just blown away. I mean, this is a, this is an auspicious date to be recording on. Um, not only uh, because we're, we're, I mean, we're like 20 minutes away from hitting 100,000 subscribers, which just blows my mind. Uh, but also we're just hot on the heels of international men's day. Um, which, yeah. you know, yeah. our, our first project on men's lib for, uh, for the first international men's day after we started up, uh, was creating our resources for men guide. And, you know, this is, this is a cool extra thing that we get to add now. Now we'll, now, now we have a podcast also. Yeah. So there's, there's this, and there's also the, um, you know, the, the mental health check-in thread, right? Which is the other thing that we've started doing. That's uh, right. Thanks yeah. to, thanks to a good friend of ours who goes by the name Unicorn in the Slack. It's like I said, yeah, who's just names, a, right? just a delightful person. And, you know, we we have we have a Slack where a bunch of people, not just the moderators, but also a lot of uh, members on Men's Lib hang out. And he's just a he's just a lovely guy. And every once in a while, he'll check in and say, you know, how are you doing today? How is your mental health? And we get a little discussion going about that. And yeah, it was so it was it was his idea to uh, get this recurring feature going on men's lib where every Tuesday we'll have a, we'll have a mental health check-in thread and people can just talk about what their wellness is and maybe share some support and some, some advice or, or, you know, little tips and tricks for, for maintaining good mental health. I think it's a, it's going to be, it has the potential to be a really neat new addition to the, to the community. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think the, I think as long as, as long as it has a kind of a conversational, you know, guys talking to each other kind of tone, you know, right. like I, I've spoken to you and we've spoken kind of offline about this a few times, but I think one thing that sometimes happens on Reddit is that people, people kind of have this idea in their heads that we're a bunch of kind of, let's say people who know what they're doing, right? That we're a bunch of mental health experts or something <laughs> and, and someone, someone comes to us with a problem and, and sometimes we've just got to throw our hands up and say, yeah. Listen, I, I think you need to be speaking to a doctor, mate. You know, right? Yeah, I, I, I can give you the validation that, like, yes, this sounds like a real issue. But yeah, um, you know, I mean, you you mentioned it as we were kind of warming up a little bit. But um, and I hope this isn't too much personal information. But like, I'm a I'm an environmental lawyer, and you are a you're a physicist turned engineer. Like, we don't we don't have the professional. Uh, credits of of being able to offer people that sort of individualized like practical advice really um what we can do well, is encourage them to you know be be open about what they're feeling but also like here are some resources for people you know people who actually have the qualifications to be able to help with that yeah well i, I hope what we can do is is you know um is say to people things along the lines of yes you should 
you should definitely be talking to a professional about this because I think maybe sometimes sometimes they are just looking for that that kind of validation. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think sometimes people have this idea that maybe we're um, we are mental health professionals rather than sort of volunteers doing this in our free time. It's kind of interesting, right? Thinking about the expectations that people have of us because you you've got. You've got that thing on on the one hand, which is people assuming that we're wildly overqualified for doing uh, doing that sort of uh, like mental health sort of stuff. Uh, and then on the other hand, you've got our uh, our detractors who have built up a an entire what do I want to say like almost like a, a fantasy mythology canon. maybe yeah right <laughs> a, a mythology about you know and, and we've seen. We've seen so many, you know, different conspiracy theories. It's it's actually run by women. It's, it's uh, or or like uh, men with guns to their head, uh, actually still being run by women um, to like undermine men's rights or or undermine men's issues in, in whatever way. So it's it's kind of funny to to look at you yeah. know the different people who come to us or the or the different people who who interact with men's lib. Uh, and the very, I mean, just wildly disparate opinions of who it is behind the, behind the mod, uh, toolbox, you know? Yeah. And I think, I think when people are saying, oh, you know, it's all women or there's a gun to our heads, you know, they, they are kind of, they are kind of joking there for the most part. Like, I, I think that they, they do think that there are men on the mod team, you, you know, when push comes to shove. Right. But We're I all think, just I a bunch that, of cucks. Right. Right. But actually, this is the, this is the thing I sort of want to, to get at is that, you know, you, you have this assumption kind of underlying that we all must be doing this because we are desperate for female approval and we think that this is kind of the thing that <laughs> will finally get us all laid, right? Right. Whereas, you know, I, I don't think that that was really anything that, uh, you know, I, I don't think that like, oh, you know, women are going to love this when I bring it up in bars <laughs> right, was ever exactly. really what was going through any of our heads. You know, it, it was always kind of... Something that, you know, we were hoping that uh, men could be doing for ourselves and, and for each other, right? Right, which is – yeah, and that's that's one of those things that um, that pretty much anybody on any side of the, uh, the men's issues discussion agree needs to be happening, right? That, like, men do need to, I don't know, seize their own destiny in some way. And if there are issues, you know, who better to be able to discuss those and discuss potential solutions than the men themselves. Right. Or the people who have actually, actually lived the experience. And, right. and I think, you know, like we can fall into this trap a little bit ourselves sometimes, because we were talking about, um, you know, creating nice living spaces uh, for one post a while, a while ago. And I remember very specifically that I was talking about it in terms of, you know, you have a, you have a guest over, um, someone, you know, that you're, you're going out with or you're dating. And, and sure. actually someone, someone called me out and said, listen, I, I want to live in a nice space because I'm not a pig, you know, like I, <laughs> I want to live in a nice <laughs> right. space because I'm a grown adult, not because I'm looking to impress anybody else. <laughs> and, and the thing is, I mean, I, I think you can do, you can do all of these things, right? I mean, you can you can help address men's issues from just the the individual perspective of I would like to feel better about the the aspects of my own personal masculinity. And I would like to 
you know, help be part of a community that is making that possible for other people, even if their their personal masculinity is not the same as as the one that that I have. The important part of it is being able to um, be empowered, be fully embodied in in our individualities uh, and and recognize those opportunities for you know, mutual support and, and sharing, sharing advice and sharing resources. And, um, if we can all pull together when we agree that there's a, a particular issue, like, uh, it just, just in the past couple of weeks, there was the, um, we, we made some posts about, uh, who was the, uh, the gentleman in, in Texas. Um, it was, it was Rodney Reed. I've got Rodney the, Reed. the right. post open here in front of us. Yeah. Yeah. Which was, uh, and, and that, that was, that was an issue that transcended just a men's issues discussion, but it was a thing that the community was able to rally around and say, look, this is, this is very important. This is a, there's a miscarriage of justice going on here that also points toward structural inequalities in, in the, uh, American justice system. Yeah, and I, I think that that's that's kind of something that you know Reddit in particular won't think of in terms of a men's issue unless you kind of you you give it a bit of promotion first. And I, I think I was quite I was quite happy to see that kind of take off, especially because it wasn't actually one of us that posted it. It kind of came from from elsewhere, and right. we we helped to boost it. And I think the. The other thing that was very good about it was that I, I'm very grateful to anyone who read that post uh, living in Texas and actually did write to their representatives because, you know, uh, his his execution was also uh, delayed, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. people, I mean, people, people we will... We won. Like, we, you know... Well, like, we, we won this, this particular battle. The guy's still in a sure. lot of trouble, but, you know, yeah. Um I think there's there's a kind of um I want to say kind of like South Park resistance or South Park apathy maybe is what I want to call it you know uh try doing anything is, is stupid you know writing your to your representatives doesn't work it it all it all doesn't matter there's nothing you can do right you become a care lord or a tryhard or a or an SJW or whatever yeah yeah and I think actually it is a very good example where a lot of people did uh, kick up a big fuss you know it wasn't just us it was much much bigger than us right but um a lot of people did kick up a fuss and this man's life was saved actually uh, you know I think I think it's it is important to remember yeah yeah I I totally agree with you um I I wonder so I I was speaking with another friend uh recently about about men's lib um vis-a-vis other sort of uh, like social justice sort of movements. Uh, and one of the one of the issues that we identified was that with men's lib, there's not really a distinct finish line, right? So for instance, um, when you know when in the 90s and 2000s we were talking about gay marriage, what those activists were looking for was, you know, basically federal recognition that gay marriage is okay, right? And they and they were able to achieve that goal. Um, the, the same thing you could you could say similar things with the uh, say the civil rights movement and you know the the abolishment of Jim Crow laws uh, was was a distinct victory for them. Whereas yeah, with men's I mean- lib, I think that it's it's a much more nebulous concept. You know what what do we do? What do we want to do? We want to uh, we want to abolish 
harmful traditional gender roles or, or uh, end, end the patriarchy is, is what one of our detractors might say we're trying to do. Uh, but, but there's no real distinct finish line. It's, it's hard to say, like, when does men's lib win? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think, I think it's important to, to make, it's important to, to, to keep in mind that, you know, just because we have recognition of gay marriage in, um, most of the UK and, uh, all 50 of the US states at the moment. That that doesn't mean that they've won, of course. There are still lots of problems. But I, I think the thing that was maybe quite clever about picking uh, one particular target like that is that in, in order for gay marriage to happen, a lot of other a lot of other things have to happen that, that are much harder to define, right? You need to actually have uh, mainstream acceptance of uh, gay relationships. You know, it needs to be something that's that's normalized in order sure. for you to kind of get to that place in the first place. So, so actually, maybe we could talk about something like uh, paid paternity leave, for in- for instance. Right. No, I I, th- I think that's exactly right, and that was more or less uh, where we landed in this in this discussion was that uh, I mean, it may be a it may be a permanent revolution. You know that that every single step along the way that we can achieve is is a positive step um and we may never actually see the end of the thing you know there's no uh there's no promised land that that we're getting to we're we're very much wandering around in the desert here yeah and i think the the other thing is that perhaps we're 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 sort of figuring this out a bit from scratch as well i mean it it's still a bit a bit immature right i mean we're it, not in the sort of sense of being kind of childish, but I just mean that we. I think well, that we I don't haven't know. If, quite... if people if people joined the uh, the Slack and saw how immature we can all be, um, well, they, they okay, might, yeah, they might right. say that may... we're actually very immature, also. <laughs> yeah, okay, and maybe maybe you're right. Maybe <laughs> when you put it that way, but no, I, I mean I mean to say that maybe uh, we haven't actually got the vocabulary to kind of talk about. Um, our experiences in the way that we want to yet, you know. Yeah, I think I th- you're right. Think... It's it's very much a it's very much a nascent movement. I mean, the 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 original men's liberation movement was only around for a couple of years and and actually didn't produce all of that much. I mean, it it ended up producing the men's rights movement, which wasn't, uh, in in my view at least, wasn't necessarily a, a positive step. Um, yeah, and I think it's and I think it's it's uh, it's a shame, right? Because I I think the one of the things that I think part of the reason that this this community exists on Reddit, right, is that we kind of want we kind of want this to be a place where there are lots of sort of um, you know dissatisfied young men that have something to to look for that isn't just oh you know it's all the fault of the feminists or or uh, right it, or it's, or it's even just they're... I mean it, without it being ideological um, simply. Uh, it, I guess indulging yourselves in in outrage, you know, outrage type articles, which we we don't allow in men's lib because, in our view, that's not a thing that that actually promotes positive change. That it's it, it's sort of a fake catharsis in a sense, where like you get mad, you agree with everybody else who's mad, and then you move on to the next outrage. You're not actually looking at anything structural, and it it doesn't promote. Uh, the sort of changes, the sort of society-wide changes that we'd like to see in order to prevent these outrages uh, from happening again. Yeah, I mean, I think anger can be uh, a positive motivator, right? I mean, I 
joined the Labour Party because I was pissed off, right? You know, right. Um, and and I actually knocked on knocked on doors today because I'm I'm pissed off about things that are happening sure. in the country. Well, and, and, and I think got, that- you've got a lot of the same thing going on in in the U.S. right now with uh you know uh just generalized and continuous outrage over you know the election of Donald Trump has activated a lot of people to be much more uh, politically active than than they would have been otherwise. You know, yeah. But the, the so anger. I- that's just the motivator. Then, then you have to take that next step and start looking at, um, you know, what what kind of solutions are there, and who's going to do the work to to bring those solutions about. Right. So I, I think that that's that's kind of an important distinction. It's not it's not that we're all you know sitting around sipping whiskey and nodding to each other about how how smart we are. You know, you can <laughs> right. you can be outraged, you can be angry, but but there always has to be the sense of. Um, and and what are we going to do about it? Yeah. Right? I mean, with with Rodney Reed, for instance, uh, you know that was an outrageous thing. You know, you're right to be outraged about it, but the there was there was um, a very definite call for action. If you are in Texas, you need to be writing to your representatives, and if you're yep. not in Texas, you need to be getting in touch with people who are. That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I think I think I think the outrage is fine. I I think what you what you want to avoid is the sort of uh, men's rights kind of uh, context-free, context-free screenshots of uh, news articles describing women behaving badly. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's that's kind of the. I think that is what men's rights activism on Reddit, for the most part, looks like. Yeah, and uh, they're they're not going to be happy to hear us say that so explicitly because uh you know i mean on the subreddit on on men's lib we tend not to talk about men's rights a whole lot uh which i've always i always thought was uh kind of an interesting feature of men's lib because it would be very easy to you know make men's lib a place that's uh that's very antagonistic toward the men's rights movement but we would rather focus on actually discussing issues uh, on there, uh, which does not seem to have impacted the mythology at all uh, in, in terms of, you know, you still see people all the time talking about like, you know, you set up this 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 whole thing just to make men's rights look bad. Like you guys, you guys talk shit about us all the time. It's like, you know what actually- we don't? I mean, we really we don't. don't it that just much. it just looks bad. That's all you, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. I I, I agree. And and actually, the the one thing that I I think I'll I'll give them sort of credit for is actually they weren't as hostile towards us as some other parts of Reddit. <laughs> that's true. As well, yeah. No, fair, that's that's a fair shake. I I think the the men's rights subreddit has actually been um, pretty gentlemanly toward us. Yeah, uh, I, I'm not I, sure if that was just out of self-interest that they didn't want their members getting in trouble for sending over brigades of people, uh, but 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 regardless, they they tend they tend not to talk about us too much either. At least they don't seem to send us too many bad actors. Maybe we're just maybe they are just scratching different niches altogether. You know, maybe there isn't actually that much crosstalk because I, you know maybe someone who just wants to be angry but also doesn't want to have to think about why they're angry or what they might do about it 
actually doesn't want what we what we have to offer for them. You know, that maybe that's maybe that's all there is like to it. a men's issue, doesn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it does. Right. Well, um, to to divert us a little bit from sort of the meta commentary, was there anything? say in the past uh, couple of weeks on the, on the subreddit that you thought was uh, particularly good that, that you wanted to shine a, shine a spotlight on? Yeah, there are a few things. So I have a couple of um, posts open here, right? Um, so I think if we skip past, uh, if we, if we have skip past the, the sort of uh, cheerful ones, um, such as the, the, the lady who, <laughs> Gave her boyfriend flowers to piss off his sexist uncle. That was which, a very funny you know, post. <laughs> just yeah, pretty funny. Um, I don't know if this is if this is something I I don't think this is something I'm highlighting because I think it was good because it was a post that I made so I can't can't talk about <laughs> it that way. But it was it was a it was a web comic that um, sort of just describes all you know how to use condoms and the different types, right? Right, and that's kind of came out of a, a conversation that had been kicked off a couple of days earlier where I'd been talking to a few people where I'd kind of realized that there were quite a few guys who weren't really sure what they were doing with them, you know? Um, as in, perhaps they hadn't had very good sex education at school or, mm-hmm. you know, perhaps they'd been sort of trying them, but they'd been badly fitting or it, it wasn't it wasn't quite working properly. You know, and and then sure enough, you you make this thing, and it's kind of wild. You know, or you you make this resource visible to people, and suddenly it's wildly popular. And you know, I, I think it maybe maybe just sort of goes to show the kinds of things that that men on Reddit are kind of missing or, or looking for. I think that's right. You know, um, one of the things that sticks out to me about that post, and also just as I'm kind of scrolling back through some of the some of the top posts from the past couple of weeks here. Um, what you have is, uh, I mean, there's a tremendous segment of the membership of men's lib who are doing, they're, they're doing a lot of work to open up a space to talk about a thing that doesn't exist anywhere else, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, and, and we have these posts about, um, you know, what are the, you know, here's one, you know, what are the real men's issues? And and by that, he means, you know, what are what are sort of the genuine uh, kind of overarching concerns? Um, we, we've got, you know, a, a number of posts about, you know, how how does it feel for you to be a man or or what how, what can we what steps can we take in our life to create a, a positive masculinity? You know, a, a, a way that I can be proud of myself uh, for being a man. And and I think it's it's a remarkable function of the community to I mean we are not making these posts the the moderators are not the ones necessarily even pushing this discussion at this point uh, it's yeah, very much is... coming from the community and they're they're generating their own new space to be able to talk about these issues and I I think it's really remarkable and and pretty impressive yeah i th- i think it's it's definitely something that the community is showing that they want and i i kind of think that perhaps you know with society having changed so much in the past couple of years i i i, I sometimes wonder if perhaps what young guys are kind of looking for is a script to follow cuz yeah sure. i i think it there were a lot of problems with you know the 1950s kind of nuclear model with of the family but it did kind of at, at least have a it gave everyone a kind of 
clearly defined role to fit into. Yeah. And, you know, that was terrible for you if, if you didn't fit into that role or if that if that wasn't sort of good for you. But I think if <laughs> right. you... that was one of the problems with that model was that yeah. it was it was very uh, it was very hegemonic. Right. Right. Um, so I think that but but I think if you if you weren't sure what you were doing, you kind of you kind of had a script, right? You could just say, OK, I, I do this. I follow the steps and at the end come, you know, this is this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I, I think the the trick with these sorts of conversations about what should the new positive masculinity look like is always, it, it always comes down to, well, it, it's not going to look the same for you as it's going to look for, for everybody else. And I think right. that that's kind of, that's kind of the thing that makes it, I think it makes it more difficult, but it makes it kind of more interesting. Yeah, as well. for sure. You know, I mean, it, it can be very unsettling, I think, uh, when somebody says, you know, like, what does what does positive masculinity look like? You know, you you talk about toxic masculinity. What's the good masculinity? And then the answer often comes back that the the traits that we associate with positive masculinity maybe aren't necessarily masculine traits in themselves. They're they're traits about how to be a good person. You know, um, that that can be a, a difficult. What a, a difficult thing to navigate, I think, for people who are looking for a much more clear-cut definition and, like you said, a script to follow. Uh, I, I think that's why, you know, you see some of these, uh, like, self-help gurus and, and pickup artistry and, and things like that being very popular among a certain, especially among a certain age range of men who are coming into this world going, like, masculinity is is very much in flux right now, and that's not necessarily helpful advice to me i need i need something a little more a little more concrete to go off of so so you end up with uh you know clean your room bucko or something like that which you know to be fair is 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 quite good advice right if, if all <laughs> right. that he was doing was telling people to clean their rooms i don't think we'd really have any problems with the guy. <laughs> I think it's that's kind right of too. everything it's yeah. everything else right <laughs> yeah yeah i, I think I think also when you are, I, I think there's there's kind of a point in your late teens and early twenties where you perhaps are kind of expected to take on the responsibilities of an adult, but maybe don't quite have the emotional. You're you're not fully emotionally developed, so you don't quite know how you're supposed to be interacting with other people. And right. if someone gives you a kind of mechanistic kind of model of uh, you know how interactions are supposed to work with with women the fact that it's it's made up uh kind of it, it's something that you kind of notice later on and <laughs> right. and you know some of the more basic advice as you know actually getting getting rejected isn't the end of the world and confidence is attractive and you know you're you're never going to get anywhere if you don't talk to anyone that that kind of thing uh, tends to be wrapped up in it as well. So, so what you what you sort of get is this combination of uh, looking for a simple answer, and then you get a, a wrong answer. But maybe maybe step one and step two actually do have some sort of truth to it, and then <laughs> sure. step five and six are kind of right. horrendous. Yeah, which is why I I think that um and, and we should do them more often, but we do have that that sort of feature uh, that comes along occasionally the uh, the maketh men posts. Uh, where we talk about, you know, specific actionable advice about uh, w what we did one on on personal grooming, 
um, that generated a ton of comments about various ways to, uh, you know, just make sure that you're presenting your best self to the world. And then the one that you mentioned earlier, which was, uh, you know, how do you make a home? How do you make a place that uh, is healthy for you and also attractive to other people who, you know, not not necessarily even just dates, but, uh, you know, anybody who ever stops by your apartment is going to walk in and go like, oh, this guy's got a shit put together, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they don't have to know the truth. It can at least look like you kind of know what you're doing. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, we should uh, we, we should probably um, kind of reboot that or or think of some more some more topics that we can that we can build into that because I do think that the specific actionable advice is very useful to people. The problem that a lot of us on Men's Lib have with people like, say, uh, Jordan B. Peterson is that the advice is also a bit of a Trojan horse for some very odd and harmful, uh, like kind of conservative or like regressive sort of ideology. Um, whereas we, we have the opportunity to try to make that a very progressive and healthy thing. But the actionable advice, the steps one and two, like you said, also need to be there. Yeah, I, I think I think I think it is true. I, I think the issue, perhaps, well, I, I don't know if I, the, maybe it's overrating it a bit to call it the, the issue. I, I think maybe the, the the difficulty that we have is that we're not trying to sell this as, uh, or, you know, just follow these ten steps and all of your problems will be fixed. Right. It's, you know, um, follow this advice for the best way to shave and you will shave better is kind of the, the level that we're <laughs> right. sort of working at here, you know, <laughs> which, which it's, it's honest, right? But it's not, it's not, um, it's not offering kind of anything that we, we can't actually offer to people, I guess. Sure. Yeah. I think that's right. Well, um, we're, uh, we're running a little bit long here. So, um, one of the, one of the features we talk about doing, on this show was uh, spotlighting some of the best of our hate mail. Um, so did you have anything that, that particularly stuck out to you? Because we do get a lot of hate mail. Yeah, so um, I quite liked this one, for instance. Uh, Men's Lib sees a child mauled by a rabid dog and blames the child. Troll X is the rabid dog. So oh boy. for listeners who don't know, Troll X is a forum where uh, women share GIFs making jokes about periods for the most part right um, yeah it's just it's just a bunch of gals being dudes basically basically yeah um sometimes sometimes they're a bit grandiose weirdly um such as uh, this one that sailor mini moon um showed me uh last week which says oh sorry it wasn't sailor mini moon it was it was bray shark um and he's listening right now so i, I better right. make sure i get it right it says uh, men's men's lib is the noble jew of feminazism oh god which, that was so bad yeah which like what what do you even say to that right like i i mean you and i know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna actually uh name and shame the individual but this is a known individual to us who just detests men's lib so much that um uh, you know we were speaking earlier about the mythology behind men's lib among some of our detractors uh this individual is responsible for like 90 percent of it <laughs> This 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 guy um, who who will be thrilled to hear himself being mentioned because mm -hmm. he he will be listening and he will know who he is. Oh, he'll absolutely um, listen to it. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know he he's been involved in the sub for longer than I have. Like that's <laughs> that's kind of how 
I founded yeah, the thing yeah. and I'm still one of the most active moderators and I swear to God, he's more active on men's lib than I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, you have a lot of stuff about cuckoldry here. There was this thing a guy said to me a few months ago. Um, if you love your wife, you'll pay a big bull to fuck her tonight. You are a real feminist, correct? Then this is your only <laughs> option to satisfy her. <laughs> and, you know, again, it's pretty funny. Like, <laughs> right, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, the, the, the creativity in some of the insults uh, is, is, you know, looking at, you know, uh, uh, this is a, a response to somebody being banned uh, just sent us this is a badge of honor you fucking impotent needle dick unfuckable pussies lol <laughs> like incredibly so I'll, not I'll be... mad online <laughs> uh, I, I loved what I loved about that one so much is the, the mixed metaphors right are we needle picks are we needle dicks or are we pussies right can, can we be both <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's pretty good. Okay, so listeners, uh, we hope that you enjoyed this very first episode of the the Men's Lib Modcast. Um, we're gonna hope to try to try to make this a, a weekly thing, uh, and not too long. But again, uh, you know, the point being to uh, spotlight some of the the good things that we've seen on the sub lately. Hopefully, give shout outs to some of our. Uh, community members who made particularly good uh, comments. We didn't do much of that on this episode, but I think as we go along, that feature will will uh, be built in a little bit more, uh, and also just get a little bit of the the mods' perspective on on what this community is and where it's going, and some of the decisions we make, and and some of the things that we like about it, and also the hate mail. The hate mail is very fun. So yeah, yeah. Um, uh, keep it coming, guys. You know, I mean, we've got to. It's got to be a kind of um, stream of content for the podcast now. So I'm, right, I'm yeah. counting on all of you to <laughs> really step it up. <laughs> well, if if you're just listening, if if this is your first introduction to Men's Lib. Uh, on this podcast, please do come over and visit us uh, on Reddit. We're at Reddit slash r slash Men's Lib. Uh, you can follow us also uh, on Twitter at Men's Lib Reddit. And uh, thank you, Dilt. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. Um, look forward to the next time. Yeah, me too. Me too. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll get this posted, and hopefully, we will see you all uh, in about a week or so. Bye.